Nation, welcome to the Go Blue Players with J&J. You're listening to Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris, your former Michigan Wolverine podcasters, bringing you reviews, opinions, and locker room chatter. Oh, we had a bye week. Nothing but a bye week this weekend for the Michigan Wolverines, but we did have some good games. I, I watched that Ohio State game. Actually, I was shooting a commercial in Ohio this weekend and was in Ohio and watched the Ohio State game. And I got to tell you, Wisconsin should have won the game, but that's another. We'll talk about that later. But uh, Ohio State did win, so. But um, since this was a bye week, though, this show will be our mid-season review episode, and we're going to talk about our team and give out some mid-season grades on the offense, the defense, special teams, and the coaching, and what our surprises of the year have been so far. Again, I want to encourage all of our fans to subscribe to the Go Blue Players with J&J on iTunes so that you can always be up to date on when a podcast has been released and you'll always get a notice, or you can go right directly to Blog Talk Radio, become a subscriber there, that you can also get notices of every time a podcast has been released. So please go to iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. Why do you do that? Because you can get some tickets. We're going to give out tickets to games coming up, coming up soon. And we'll be giving out autograph. Michigan, Michigan, real Michigan equipment. And I'm talking about uh, jerseys, uh, shoes. So be a follower. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce my co-host and former running mate at Michigan, James Morris, better known as Jamie. Oh, Jamie. (laughs) What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing very well. Uh, it was a how, great what did weekend, you do this wasn't weekend? it? Great weekend. Do anything special? Just sit back and relax and watch games and see us move up one spot is even better in the AP poll. So, you know, I'm just um, I'm astonished how uh, things are going the way they should and uh, ready to get the guys back on the field, see the guys back on the field and see what we can do now. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Did you did? But did you? get a chance to catch that Ohio State game? I did. I did. I was impressed with Wisconsin. I think their defense came to play. I think they have let in uh, a secret about Ohio State that, you know, only a few knew. They uh, took what Indiana had tried to do, and I think they accomplished their goals. They just couldn't finish off the uh, – they just couldn't get it finished. They should have won. I knew as soon as it went into overtime they lost, though. Yeah, it, it, I mean, J.T. Parrott is a good veteran quarterback, and that's what's going to help Ohio State. As you know, if you have a veteran quarterback, he's going to get you in situations to put you to win, and that's what happened. But this, uh, the um, having Ohio State's got great athletes everywhere, all over the field, and uh, they counterproductive. They used it. Wisconsin used it against them. Yeah. Well. It's gonna be a, a good, a good uh, second half of the season because there's gonna. It, it looks like it's gonna come down to um, 
two teams. And uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk plenty about of, that. And plenty of work we'll to talk do, about Plenty of work to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, hey, um, this is the mid-season podcast for the Go Blue Players with J&J. And we're going to talk about that when we come back from these messages. So from this break, it's the mid-season podcast with J&J. Fans, subscribe to the Go Blue Players with J&J on iTunes if you haven't already. And if you haven't become a follower on the blogtalkradio.com, become one to win exclusive autograph gifts and tickets to the game. This is Ward Manuel, athletic director at the University of Michigan. You're listening to Go Blue Players with J&J. All right, and now welcome back to the midseason podcast of Michigan football with J&J. Here we go, Jamie Morris and Jared Bunch talking about that, those giving out those midseason grades, James. And first, I'm going to hit you with the hard one. Coaching staff. Uh, What's the grade, coach, baby? Uh, right now, I'm going to give the coaching staff a B plus. I think they've uh, pulled the right strings. I think they played the right athletes. I think that everybody's getting an opportunity. I think uh, if you look at we um, Ty Wheatley, he's doing a great job from an offensive standpoint. I think Drev Noah's got, uh, got that offensive line finally doing some things that it needs to do. Uh, Ty Wheatley's got the running backs running well. Uh, he's got a running back by committee. You and I don't like that, but it's working, so let's stay with it. I think when you look at it, um, Jed Fish with the uh, quarterbacks and the wide receivers, I think that, that uh, he's doing well. Wilton Spate looks like a looks like a uh, a guy who's coming into his own. I didn't say he can't; he's in his own, but he's coming into his own and he's doing a great job as a quarterback. Uh, I think uh, the tight ends. When you got Jake Butt, what can you say? And then you got the young tight ends behind him that are playing well. I think. Uh, and then from um, a defensive standpoint, I mean, it's um, I think Don Brown was and we said at the beginning of this, at, at the um, preseason that Don Brown was going to be the best thing that happened to Michigan. You think about it, three, three separate defensive coordinators in three years and look at how Don Brown's got this defense singing. I mean, we we knew that we had something special against Hawaii, but that was Hawaii. But against uh, Wisconsin who has shown themselves to be a great team and worthy of being in the top 10. Uh, Don Brown and his defense performed well. And against Rutgers, that's without being said what he did and what his defense did. I think when you think about it, the weak spot was the linebackers and the linebackers playing outstanding. And the strength of this um, defense is that secondary. And with Jordan Lewis back, they've, they've done nothing but get better. And I think when you look at the um, the overall player, and I mean, in Jabril Peppers, he makes that he's the key that makes the car go. You know what I'm saying? So um, overall, the coaching staff is a B plus. I could so give them an A minus, but I, I'm going to stay with a B plus right now. Yeah, I, I think they did a great they're doing a great job of, of just being showing a, a new attitude. I mean, when we look at the the off season and, and over the summer and what what um everyone in the country was talking about was going on with Michigan and putting on 
different camps, whatnot. You, the question had to be, okay, Michigan's going around the United States, but what are they doing at home? And when we look and see now, we saw they were taking care of business at home. When we yes, talked about were. camp, yeah, when we talked about camp and them going into a, a, a submarine or whatever, uh, whatever they, they have made the strides that I believe myself and 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 other people I talk to that um, there's no letdown from last year. I mean, last year was a big surprise, and it set up what could have been. Uh, a big letdown for for this year, but they've done an excellent job, and which is going to bring us right into. I mean, we got to start talking about the grades for the defense itself, because I mean, when you look at the defense, this is we talk about this earlier, uh, and and how I always thought that this was like a old school Michigan team where you mm-hmm. know defense and run the ball, but when you look at these numbers, look at these numbers, total defense for national. NCAA in, in college collegiate football, number one in total different defense. Number one in, in tackles for a loss. Number uh, number two in tackles for a loss. Uh, time of possession and number one scoring defense. Number one run defense is the lowest thing, and that's in the top ten. It's number nine. Red zone defense number five. Uh, passing defense number one. Sacks. Number two, I'm talking about in the country. So does it go without being said, this defense gets an A for at this point? Oh, without a doubt. I, I agree with you. I was giving you an overall score in the coaching staff itself. But that defense is, like you said, it's singing. It's got things. Don Brown, those kids are uh, responding to what Don Brown is telling them. They believe in their coaches and they're performing at a level that, you know, it's muscle memory. They're not, they're not just going out there like robots. They're playing football. There. Yeah. So let's go to the offense. <laughs> if we're going to look at the offense again, I mean, from an offensive standpoint, I'm going to give them a solid B. I mean, if we're going to get, if we're splitting them up, I mean, A for the defense and a B for the offense. I mean, there's been some glitches in there and we weren't, I mean, we weren't running the ball like we wanted to in early, early on, but I think we figured some things out and I think we're being able to run the ball. As I said, we're running it by, by committee right now. And I think that's working for us. So, you know, they're going to stay with it until they find the guy that they think that can do it. I think the guy that may be able to do it is Higdon, but we'll see. Um, you know, that's, that's funny that you say the guy, you mentioned Higgins' name because early on, we, we mentioned Chris Evans, who was a freshman, mm-hmm. right? And, and, right. and everyone was, stuck, you know, and then you mentioned, you know, no one can, can out, can say that uh, Devion is not doing his job because he is doing, he's doing a good job. Right. But Chris Evans comes in and he does a great job. Ty Isaac comes in and he does a solid job. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a you know I can see why we 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 talk about running back by committee when you have f- uh, four or five different backs who every time they come in you know they put up some numbers that I mean they do what's necessary and we can't say that it's all because of uh, you know some dominating offensive line because early on. The big question was, you know, this offensive line was not getting off, you know, and and 
showing their will. I mean, they the first game in the running game, you know, I, I was telling you, I was I had some concerns that um, we weren't getting any openings to run through, but that has changed a little bit. And it's a combination of the running backs that's in there and the offensive line starting to take some pride in what they're doing. No, without a doubt. I think you, I mean, if it's working, you stay with it and, you know, find, I think they'll find that one back that they're looking for, but right now they're happy with what they're doing. So let's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just going to hope for the good things to happen. Like you said, that offensive line is finally clicking. They are. And what about the quarterback at the quarterback position? Was it a big surprise to you or solid? I think it's a. I think from a quarterback position, I think you got a young man who knows how to play the position, and who has taken the bull by the horn and decided to play. I mean, you have a guy who's becoming a leader for this team uh, for years to come. I think um, Wilton Spade is a good quarterback. I I think he can become a great quarterback if he puts his mind to it. Um, he needs to look over the defense better. I think he needs to pick up pick up the blitz and see where things are coming from. But overall, you can't say anything bad about this kid. He's an A minus. I mean, you really can't. He's done everything. He he has done everything that this team has needed to win, and that's what I mean. He's a winner. He knows how to win um, through adversity. Although they've had limited adversity, but they've had adversity. I mean, look at the Colorado game. Look at the Wisconsin game. And he's come through and he's delivered. That being said, that young man is becoming a leader with, within the, the team himself. I think there's a, um, it's, it shows each week that how that growth of his leadership has been growing. And I think that Harbaugh has a really uh, good grasp on, on what is happening with Spate. Uh, and seeing him grow. So, uh, you know, I, it's something that you really like to see when, when things happen and quarterbacks uh, come into their own and and, um, and a, cor- a coaching quarterback like Harbaugh sees his, uh, you know, decisions that he makes and sticks with them and it, and it's it's clear to the viewers and the fans that um the right decision was made. I I'm very happy to see that too. Special teams. I still think I, I mean the special teams I, I I I think with the kicking uh problems that we have we need to get those fixed and I think over the over the course of the bye week I think they've worked on it. I think they worked hard on it. Um overall you got to give it a solid B. I mean, you, you, yeah. They, I would, I would have given them an A plus had we not had the kicking woes against Wisconsin. But I think overall, when you think about special teams, you think about what Jabril Peppers has done with the special teams and the punt return and everything. Block the the the, the block punts. I mean, you've got to think about overall special teams. You can't just, you know. Uh, single out the the kicking the kicking game itself, the field goal kicking. I think um, extra points. They haven't missed an extra point. I think they've done really well from um, from a blocking scheme for Jabril and in the punt and, and in the kickoff and getting down on the kickoffs and everything like that. So overall, this is a B plus uh, squad. They've and they have done a, a 
you know, a good job on, on special teams, but that those, those kicking problems have been the only, uh, you and I have had discussions about this, uh, difference of opinions um, with the overall special teams, but the kicking has been the only blimp that I, that I see. Um, the running, the return game to me is getting much better. I mean, when he gets an opportunity, uh, it's a, I agree, totally agree with the grading system, the grades that you gave out. I, I believe that um, they are sitting on a position where they can get better, but, if they don't, it's okay. I mean, uh, meaning that they are at a place right now that is, um, I don't want to use the word satisfactory. It is satisfactory, but uh, it's not a, a problem. You have to have strong areas and special teams, offense and defense. And sometimes there's a lack of, of, of uh, I don't say there's a problem in one and I don't see a huge problem in any of the offense, defense, or special teams. So at this point, I, I mean, so overall, this team is sitting at number three in the country this week. They moved up. Um, agree? Disagree? Think they're overrated, underrated? What do you say? Number three this week. I think uh, as long as they're in the top four, I'm satisfied. I think that that's what they're waiting for. And we, we all know what's coming down the pike. We all know what, what the ratings are waiting. I mean, they're going to keep Ohio State and Michigan in the top four until they meet each other. Um, uh, one of my cohorts, uh, one of my guys who does a, a poll himself, Marcus Ray, has Michigan in the top three and says Michigan and Ohio State will stay in the top four until they meet one another. And then the Big Ten championship will be decided from there. That's the Big Ten Championship, but, I mean, we had this, I brought this up before, and we, years ago, it was a number one against number two at Michigan versus Ohio State, uh, Michigan being number two, and they, and they lost that in a close game. And after that game, I think they still were ranked, what, were they ranked number three or something? Mm-hmm, yeah, and then all these coaches in the, in the SEC voted against them going. They've Everybody voted for Florida. And then in the Big Ten, of course, everybody, the hatred for Michigan, they voted for Florida to go. And turn around, Ohio State went down and played Florida and got, got, got blown out. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think? Any surprises this, uh, this, thus far in the season? Any surprises you think that? Um... I'm surprised how I'm surprised. I'm surprised how well the defense is played, but I mean, I shouldn't be really surprised, but I am surprised at the, at the level that they're playing at. Um, these guys are relentless and they keep doing what they do. Um, you know, they know that they have six more games to play. Uh, if you think about it, there's six of the six games, there's two rivalry games that they have to play. And you and I both know what those games mean. And no matter how bad of a season one of them is having, and I'm talking about Michigan State, you still have to win and beat your rival. And that's a key. We haven't done that for many years now. And playing playing in Lansing. And playing. Michigan State is having some they're having some rough times. I mean, they were they were, they lost another game this week and they gave up a lot of points. Exactly. That's a so, game that's a game that has to be we, we, we uh that's an important game. I mean 
especially after last year. After the yeah. way it went down last year. It's a huge game and people are downplaying it. People are taking for granted now and we can't take anything for granted. We've got to go in and and do our do our job. Remember, they think that they're in our head and they think that they can beat us and this is going to make their season. This will be the game that makes their season and they'll 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 talk about this how we kept Michigan out of the um out of the playoffs if if they beat us. So we've got to keep them in mind and let them and down the road and get ready for them in a hard manner. Get ready for that game. It will be a tough one um, coming up. But before that, you know, we, we have Illinois. Homecoming. This, yeah, Illinois coming this week. And uh, Illinois has been an up-and-down team. Um, anything that you think uh, – well, coming off of, first of all, how this week, a few days off? Well, I mean, no pra- no hard practices this week, uh, last week, or? No, I think uh, Coach Harbaugh and his staff went on the road to, uh, to court some recruits and different things like that. They did do the mile and a half on Monday. Uh, they did something new where they let the uh, upperclassmen and they coached up the senior, I mean, coached up the uh, underclassmen, which was a cool thing to do. And the guys took it serious and they really worked hard. Uh, but it was really catching up on classwork because midterms are coming up and really getting guys healthy that, that are injured right now or that have, you know, sore spots or different things like that. So it was a relaxing weekend for these players and they got an opportunity to see college football at its, at its best and at its worst Uh, things that they saw on TV, you know, because they don't get a chance to watch the games like we do. Well, did they watch anybody watch the Illinois game this weekend? They did watch the Illinois game. I, 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 you know, when it comes to Illinois, Illinois, Lovey, they have a brand new coach, and the and the and the guys understand that this is a team. This is a this is a team that's rebuilding. It's building in the form of their coach. They're not in the form of their coach currently because their coach just came on. So that being said, this coach is trying to learn this team, and they they kind of in in their own mind are understanding what Illinois is going through. But they know that Illinois needs a signature win. And, you know, they're not going to get it on Michigan. They got to keep up. They got to keep a, a, a level head, get their minds right and come to practice today and, you know, prepare for Illinois and the homecoming. It is homecoming. Is there anything you expect? I mean, what's anything that you think that they're going to specifically work to try to get done in this game? Because, I mean, we again, it's a it's a it's a it's a Big Ten uh, game, but Illinois has not been, uh, you know, in the top echelon, but is, is there anything that they really want to try to accomplish in this game coming up? No, they're going to try to, um, they're going to try to, um, do some things. I think, uh, they're going to go back to basics. It's a, Illinois is a drop back team that throws the ball. So they're going to try to, um, you know, get after Illinois and try to, you know, from a defensive standpoint, and they're going to try to run the ball in Illinois and get the, and establish the running game just like Michigan does. So, like, like every other game this week, this year, and that's just exactly. play, play regular football. I mean, and in, in, in every means that's necessary to, to win the game and play it cleanly and play it correctly and as, as, as strong and hard as, as they can, which, 
has been always known as Michigan football. Right. <laughs> so that's that's great. Well, I'm I'm again looking forward to uh the homecoming game. Do you have anything planned for the homecoming? No, I don't plan anything. I'm I'm I I may show up to some um reunions you know we have reunions fo- fo- uh football players reunions and things out like that but other than that no looking well, forward so, to seeing some old players yeah well i won't be able to make it this time <laughs> 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 i'm waiting to, i'm waiting for you to send me that the invitation for the whatever the um the, the uh pre-game uh, what is it called the uh uh, um, oh, whatever yeah. you would, the big house boys. Yeah. I, I, I will send you that. You're right. Yeah, we had Anthony Carter already. This a couple is a, weeks ago. Who who did you have the first time? We had uh, Anthony Carter in the first uh, last week. I mean, two weeks ago, and now we're working on some other people. You know, uh, with some uh, different car dealerships that are coming in town. What is it? What is what is that called? It's called the um, tailgate tailgate party pregame yeah. tailgate party pregame tailgate uh, party. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm still waiting for your for your for you to send me the information <laughs> uh, because homecoming would have been a great time to do that. James James Morris would have been a great I time will, to do I it. Will but. Remember that from now on. Ohio State's even a, not Ohio State, but hey, Maryland's always a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see, you know, so that's good. I mean, it is, it's going to be a good game uh, coming off a of bye week. Some people got some time to get some rest and maybe <clears throat> heal up a little bit. It's always, I mean, you know, football players starting off in college, you know, you have to get healthy really in a short period of time. When you have a bye week and you have those extra days, it's really it's a, it makes a difference. It really makes a difference. You feel so much uh, fresher just in one day of, of not having to go out and, and, you know, run, hit, and just to relax. And for them to have this bye, coming off a of bye week, I think that uh, it's, it will be good for them, good for them. Now, other part of that is that uh, sometimes when people have too much time off, they get out of the routine, and it takes them a little while to get back into their routine. That's something that I'll be looking for. Um, but it being a homecoming game, I think there's a little more emphasis that, that, that play the players know that uh, it's a homecoming game so that I think they'll try not to uh, at least slip up that much and it won't take them a, 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 a series to get back into it. I expect a fast start again. And we're looking for another homecoming victory. So (laughs) that'll do it for our mid-season show, which, you know, at 6-0, we're very happy. We're looking forward to finishing off a a stellar season. Um, Going into the second half, we're deep into the Big Ten race. Looking forward to what could be a matchup at the end of the year against the Two number two teams in the top three, top four at least, mm-hmm. um, who will be vying for that playoff spot, and we'll see what happens if one of them 
may have to knock the other one out. But <laughs> you've been listening to Go Blue Players with j and I'm Jared Bunch. My co-host is Jamie Morris. We will be looking forward to this weekend. We look forward to you listening to our podcast each and every week. Like I said, you please don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and or become a follower of the show at blogtalkradio.com. Go Blue Players with J and J. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Go Blue. Go Blue.